Yo, it's about to be lit. Hey, D man. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to the Mighty Cien Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philium alongside the Queen of Shade, aka my son at this point is actually Spider-Man, MJ Santi. What is up? That was a good one. I think he's actually watching Spider-Man right now as we speak. See, what, what sets him apart, right? Like a lot of people watch spider-man right i've seen into the spider-verse a lot of times right i'm sure other people have but he watches it in the outfit mm-hmm. he's he is he is committed he is spider-man like i don't there, nobody can tell me nothing different like if someone goes who is the best live action spider-man it's your son when i went with frankie to his doctor's appointment i brought him with me and he wore his spider-man mask in the doctor's office Nice. i wish that was socially acceptable for like adults <laughs> i mean every, like, yeah imagine, everyone like, loved it when he did it lobby but imagine like sitting in a lobby and like you know you're you guys are there and then like i'm there and but i'm in like a captain america outfit like yeah i got a doctor's appointment <laughs> that'd be cool man i'm down for it um so on this week's episode uh we're gonna talk about our weekends of course but we're gonna get into some serious stuff uh, we're going to give our kind of our view on the stuff that happened this past weekend with the two mass shootings. And then, you know, to kind of uh, end on a good note, because I, I, that's going to get really serious. Um, the the third thing that, I, that we're going to talk about this week, I'm actually really excited for because we're both pretty big fans of Paramore, right? Um, it was actually how me and you started talking. Mm-hmm. Because Ant was like, oh, MJ was at this concert too. That was weird and crazy, right? But, uh, I mean, not so weird. We both live in New York, so duh. I mean, MJ <laughs> lives like fucking 15 hours away from Barclay Center. That's but we'll get into all that. Lie, uh, but... All right, I'm sorry, 14 and a half. That's um, <laughs> So uh, we're going to get into Paramore, why it's my favorite band, why MJ likes them so much. And, and we're going to end on a good note. But we're definitely, definitely... Uh, with all the stuff that's going on in the world right now, well, in the United States right now, we definitely have to touch on the mass shootings. But before we get into all that, um, so how was your weekend? I know that your son, speaking of Spider-Man himself, uh, he celebrated his fifth birthday this weekend. So how was that for you guys? He sure did. And we had a birthday party at a park that's probably like two, three minutes away from our apartment. Was it the park that we went to when I went up there? We didn't or was go- it a different park? We went to a park when I was up there. Was that not oh, that park? Oh, the um, Pride Festival? Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. Was that two to three minutes from my apartment? I don't know. I was concentrating at when you were driving uh, your road rage and how close you sit to the steering wheel. So Okay. Um, I well, really first of all, I'm short, so I have to reach. So um, you can't complain about that. <laughs> Second of all... Um, shut up about the road rage. It wasn't even that bad when I was driving you. Chillax. But I know, but you were telling us that it was bad, so I was like waiting for it. I'm sitting in the back behaving. seat. Behaving. I didn't scare A Brittany. young innocent Phil. I was a young innocent Phil in the back seat. Meanwhile, you're screaming at people. In, Whatever. In, well, it was not you. at that park because that park was oh. not 
that close to my apartment. But um, it was it was good. We had good weather. The day before was like thunderstorms and raining like crazy. Um, But the day of the party was perfect weather. I mean, it was a little warm for part of it if you were in the sun, but there was a good breeze and it was pretty cooled down by the end of the party. He had a blast. All my little cousins that came uh, had a blast. We had burgers, hot dogs, pasta salad, macaroni salad, and my mom brought um, rice and gandules and fried chicken. Jesus. Can your mom cater my party, my birthday party this year? (laughs) She did that because my son doesn't really eat hot dogs or burgers, so she brought the rice so he could have something to eat for his party. I asked her to make that. So he had two plates of that. Um, And then it was far, it was close enough that we were able to leave the cake at home so it didn't like melt during the party. And we, I just went to pick it up when it was time to do the cake. Nice, smart. What type of cake was it? It was chocolate with peanut butter mousse in it. Ooh, definitely. I would have threw that cake across the street before I had a fucking slice. Um, oh, you don't like chocolate and peanut butter together? First of all, we've known each other for how long now? I don't like chocolate and I don't like peanut butter. Okay, well, um, it's not my fault that you're this creature from somewhere else that doesn't like that stuff. You think you know people. You know what I'm saying? You think you know people, right? I don't remember that. You it's a weird you know thing. People. Nobody, like, there's nobody that, like, dislikes chocolate and peanut butter. Like, that's, like, the perfect combo. I don't... Like, I don't like chocolate at all. It's just, You're so weird. That's so weird. Chocolate makes you're the world You're telling me. Happy. I don't like chocolate. I don't like peanut butter. I don't like caramel. I don't like cinnamon. So you don't like good things and you don't like desserts. Listen, people give me shit my whole life because I don't like these things. But it's not like I'm in control of my taste buds. It's not like it was a choice. I it's tell everybody so all the time. I tell everybody all the time. I wish I liked chocolate because then my life would be fucking dramatically easier because then when we go out for my birthday and they're like, oh, would you like dessert? We have fucking chocolate. We have chocolate chocolate. We have dark chocolate with more chocolate and chocolate. And it's like, okay, well, fuck me. Just give me french fries. I don't know what the fuck am I supposed to have. Like, That's I don't like a it. Lie. There are so many places that have a lot of other things besides chocolate. Like, yeah, they usually have like up, some kind of apple crumble. Yeah, so, nobody wants that nasty shit. It's like weird fucking hippy dippy shit, right? <laughs> And it's like, I just want, like, every Like, what do you eat for dessert? Strawberry cheesecake. I know you don't like cheesecake I because like you're, cheesecake. you're Satan herself. But oh, says the person who doesn't like chocolate. Chocolate makes people happy. is so good. They made a restaurant called the fucking Cheesecake Factory. There isn't a restaurant called the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka. Uh, um, there is a <laughs> chocolate place in universal i believe in florida there's a lot of chocolate things there was a whole movie willy wonka and the chocolate factory said no what you should have said see i'm gonna help you out right here what you should have said is chocolate is so fucking awesome that there's a fucking theme park the hershey theme park oh that's right i forgot about that i've never been there but yeah see i think i went there when i was chocolate wins and then they have hershey world in manhattan they have it Listen, I wish that i like chocolate. chocolate my life would be so much fucking easier but i don't i could eat like um, like Kit Kats, I like Kit Kats, I like that's Hershey chocolate. Kisses. That's chocolate. I know, but that's like that doesn't like really count. It's like candy. It does you know count because it's chocolate. Like, no, but like I don't like brownies. I don't like chocolate cake. I don't like chocolate ice are cream. Different, but like you're eating a Kit Kat and especially I've a Hershey had, Kiss. That's like fully chocolate with nothing else in yeah, it. Before the record, my biggest disappointment with brownies. While we're on the topic, thanks for asking. Is I've had hash brownies twice, and let me fucking tell you, they did not work. 
I people were like, bro, care. when you have fucking hash brownies, it's the best high you've ever had, bro. And I'm like, I literally felt nothing. Maybe they were trash brownies. Maybe the people were fucking with me. They were just normal brownies. They wanted me to eat a normal brownie. But I had to go through all that bullshit. And I didn't even get fucked up. So that's why you don't like brownies? No, I just don't like the taste of brownies. It's too chocolatey. Like, I don't like that, like... You know what I'm saying? I like brownies. That, like, heavy, Especially heavy the edge pieces. Edge pieces are where it's at for brownies. Yeah. Well, speaking of the rain, uh, so this was my weekend. On that Saturday, wasn't even I a actually, good transition. Doesn't matter. I just want to let you know that. It, it doesn't matter, all right? I, we're getting back to the weekend because you're <laughs> bullying me over my me not liking chocolate. Like, it was my choice. Now I want to go get some of the extra cake that we have and eat it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, whatever. Brittany... <laughs> messes with me enough with it with all the chocolate shit to the point where like everybody knows who knows me that britney has uh, a very big family and they see each other every sunday and because there's so many of them and they have so many kids it's basically someone's birthday every weekend or every other weekend and you know her cousin's mom her aunt is uh such a great person that she always gets like a vanilla cake or a strawberry cheesecake and then mm-hmm. the chocolate cake for them like because she knows i'm not gonna eat the chocolate cake and she feels guilty how cute i know so adorable they're very very good people um but back to my weekend uh so you reminded me when you mentioned the rain so i worked on saturday like i always do and you know it was like cloudy all day and and it had that like feeling in the air right like it was gonna rain and i was like fuck dude like and you know when you're at fedex uh you know some of these houses don't have places to put packages where they're not going to get wet so you know, we carry bags in our trucks, but I, on Saturday, I don't drive my normal truck. I drive one of the other trucks because I do home delivery, and during the week, I do businesses, right? I do ground. Um, so I didn't. there was no bags in this truck, and I was like, fuck, if it starts raining, like, I have nothing to cover these packages with. So I'm, like, hustling, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I get out of work. It doesn't rain the whole time. I'm like, oh, thank God, right? So then I'm like, oh, maybe it's just not going to rain. Maybe, like, the fucking, the weather is wrong because it's always wrong when you're in New York. We, who knows what the fuck it's going to be, right, at any given moment. So uh, me and Brittany end up going to the movies with Mimi, actually. Uh, Mimi came up with this great idea for us to go see the new Fast and Furious movie, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, which was awesome. Honestly, the praise I could give it, it was, it's my favorite movie of the year that wasn't Endgame. That's how much I love this fucking movie. But whatever. So shout out to Mimi. Shout out to my friend Nikki. She came to uh, Mimi's family was there. It was awesome. We had a great time. But so we get out of the theater. Uh, I don't know. It was like 10, 1030 or something like that. And we're driving home from the Palisades, which is 45 minutes away from my house. Right. We get on the road and we're like, oh, maybe it's not going to rain today. We get on the Palisades. This shit all at once. It was like. Like, imagine how bad a thunderstorm could be. Now, imagine that happening, like, all at once. Like, you're driving, and it's cool, and, like, we had the windows open because it wasn't that hot out, and then fucking boom. It was so bad, I almost got, like, almost pulled over because it. people were driving either, like, maniacs in the left lane or they were driving unbelievably slow in the right lane, had their hazards on. We were hydroplaning. It was fucking, in, it was raining so hard for, mm-hmm. like, half an hour and then it stopped luckily it stopped but it took us like an hour and a half to get home because of course i live in the fucking mountains so it made it even worse and harder but whatever the movie was so awesome i still had a great time but your story with the rain reminded me of that and then sunday of course uh britney was invited to aunt and his wife nicole's baby shower so we went out there and um we had that all day it was a lot of fun it was cool to see Aunt. i haven't seen aunt in a while i don't think i've seen him since mania 
unless he's come up before then. But I don't know. Um, so the, it, it was cool to see Ant, uh, you know, whatever. The guys went downstairs while the women did all the baby shower stuff. It was, you know, we get there and, and Ant's wife is like, yeah, there's like 30 people coming. And like they have a, you know, Ant's mom has a pretty big house. So I'm like, all right. like, And then they get there and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's so many people here. And then all it was funny because like it was like out of like a book or like a story. Like all the guys just like hid downstairs in the basement and were just like, you know broing out downstairs eating while all the women were doing all the baby shower stuff it was pretty funny and then we got to go in a pool which was i think my first time in a pool definitely this year maybe in like two years i don't remember if i went to pool last year i'm not really the biggest pool person but um but yeah so that was my weekend and, and now here we are um the way i ended my weekend is actually my favorite part of the weekend sorry to everybody i hung out with this weekend but um so you guys heard me in the past talk about euphoria um, been trying to get MJ to watch it, but she fucking hates me, so she won't. Um, but let me tell you something. If you have yourself suffered from depression or know someone who suffers from depression or drug issues or if you just fucking hated high school and, and dealt with a lot of shit in high school or anything, really, right? I think everyone should watch this show. At least give it a chance, right? Um, what I love about this first season so much, it was... It's super heartfelt. Zendaya does an incredible job playing Rue, the main character. Uh, she's like a couple standout scenes that just fucking floored me. They were so good. Um, and it's super artistic and like weird at times, but it's like cool. And like the finale was so good. Not like the Game of Thrones finale, but uh, you know what I'm saying? I'll never, I'll never forgive them for that. Like that's how you end like my favorite show ever with that bullshit. But Euphoria was awesome. So definitely check that out if you have it. Um, so, anything else from your weekend that you wanted to talk about? Anything else you did besides uh, the party? My weekend was all around my son, pretty much. So, that was all I did. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Did you find them a Mary Jane? What? Did you find your son a Mary Jane? No. He did get, like, four Spider-Man toys. Nice. I saw I saw one of them, and I was like, ooh, that looks like a Spider-Man toy. That's yeah, cool. he has... So what if Frankie's friends got him... A toy that came with a Miles Morales and the Collider with, okay. like, Kingpin on it, too, and the Green Goblin. So he's got, like, that whole setup. Is he super excited about that? Yeah, he play, He's he was playing with it this morning. Um, he had the Miles Morales in one hand. He has a regular Spider-Man toy in the other. And then he actually started playing with the two other Spider-Man toy at the same time. So. So he's doing a spider verse in your living room. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> awesome. See, man, how come you don't buy me Spider-Man toys? You're not my child. I didn't even buy him my child those Spider-Man toys. So what? <sighs> I need it more. Okay. That's I need it more. You you have Brittany. Yeah, and but I also Brittany buys me one set and you buy me the other set. That's a hard pass. No, she buys me Spider-Man, the regular Spider-Man. You could buy me the Miles one. You know what I'm saying? And then I could come over, me and your son could play toys while the adults go and talk about taxes or whatever adults talk about. You know what I mean? Why are you ruining this for me? You're ruining what? You have your own damn job. You're a grown-ass man, but I own damn Spider-Man. I can't. I have to pay bills. Oh, and okay. it's better when it's free. I'll remind you of that next time you post a picture of whatever $80 figure that you buy again. I didn't buy an $80 figure. I bought a $24 figure just because it was $24. Okay? Whatever. Honey. Honey. <laughs> I just want to be Jonathan from Corey Eye for a day. 
I just want to meet Jonathan in person. I want... One time. And him to be like, who gave you permission to look that good, honey? That's all I want. That's like the biggest confidence boost in the world. I want to meet him. But I also want to shop with Tan. And I want to have Anthony cook for me. No, nah, I don't want to shop with Tan. Me and him would get into a fist fight. Oh my god, I want to shop with him. That's just because you don't know anything. So you would like... Well, off. because his his fashion sense, I can't do it. His fashion sense has nothing to do with what he does. He shops according He's to awesome person. the customer that he has. I mean, did no, you see the farmer see... episode where he still kept him like yeah, casual? That was things? the worst episode of Queer Eye they've ever had. How? I hated every second of the episode. That was, he looked trash. He looks like an idiot no, in that outfit. He didn't. No. What outfit? He looked no. Fine. No, he looked garbage. He now. kept him casual, oh, and he didn't throw out his farming clothes. He said he's a no. farmer. Makes no sense for him to dress up all the time. Like, come Fuck on. That. You just don't know I'm anything. Good. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't like it at all. I like the one with the black dude in the wheelchair. All the other episodes were good. I just didn't like the farmer one. I and liked one that one. The, what was the one before that? I don't remember the order of the episodes. I don't know. Did Whatever. you see my tweet that I cooked pasta carbonara yeah. tonight, though, because yep. of Anthony? I respect it. I respect it. You're watching these episodes and fucking uh, learning, learning some things. You know what I'm saying? I don't pay attention enough to them, like to like actually remember recipes and stuff. So kudos to you. Well, I mean, you I didn't remember the recipe. I looked it up. I looked up oh, a okay, recipe okay. for it. I never I had you, like, pasta carbonara before, like ever. So I wanted to try it because it looked really good. We made it. It actually was well, pretty good. You're ballsy because I don't try new things, but. With all that being you're said, a child. <laughs> I, we've discussed this already. I want to have a play date, but you're ruining this for me. So, um, so 17 minutes in, let's finally give the people what they want. Okay. So, let me pull up the thing because uh, I don't want to get the information wrong. And if I and if I'm getting it wrong, let me know because whatever. So, on August 3rd this past weekend, there was a shooting in El Paso. With 20 dying and 26 injured. And then on August 4th, the very next day, in Dayton, there was 9 dead and 16 injured. I don't know if that Dayton one, I think that might be wrong. I think more people might have died. but It was the same day, I believe. It was just later on the day, I thought I heard. No, nah, like there the were same... there were two. Was it the same day? I'm pretty sure it was the same day. Because the next morning, um, I saw the news about a shooting that night. So I think it was the same okay. day. So whether it was the same day or it was the day after each other, it, it it's we've gotten to a point where there has literally been you guys could look up the stats. There's literally been more mass shootings in the United States than there has been days this year. I think when I saw the post, it was like 250 shootings and like 214 days when I saw the post. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? And we've become like even where we're where we stand right now, I feel like people have stopped talking about it. Like we're recording this on Monday night, and I feel like it's already moved on, right? People have already gotten over it. We're so desensitized with this whole shit, and it's like, listen, and and, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because like I have friends who have guns, right? I have, you know, Brittany's family has guns. And they're responsible gun owners. They went about it the right way. You know, they do everything literally the right way every step, right? And it was a process for them to get a gun. They didn't just fucking get it in a day or whatever. Um, but the fact that these things keep happening, I, there has to be something. 
right? There has to be something more we can do than just being like, eh, whatever, right? Um, I don't know if it's like insanely hard gun laws where like it's literally impossible to get a gun or if it's banning guns altogether. I don't know what it is, but we need to do something. What we don't need to do is, and before I get your take on it, I definitely want to mention this. Um, this bullshit that's been going on from fucking the president, and, and I don't give a fuck if you voted for him, if you didn't vote for him, that's on you. We're not talking politics. But the fact that, you know, the president came out and said that he blames video games. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, video games? I grew up my whole life playing video games, right? And I'm, I'm scared of guns. I don't like guns. Guns freak me the fuck out, right? And it's like, so what the fuck are you talking about? And, and I was just talking to Brittany about it. And, you know, she sees, like, how mad I get when I play, like, Overwatch and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, people get mad playing video games. I'm like, yeah, but no one's like, oh, I lost at Overwatch. Now I'm going to go shoot up a fucking school. Like, you know what I mean? No, no one does that. It, it's you're mad in your own house. You don't act on it. You know what I mean? The the only shooting that happened at a, the, about video games was at the Madden tournament last year in Jacksonville where the guy was lost and he fucking shot up the place. That was it. Out of all these shootings, the one, right? And I think that it's it's dumb to blame video games because look at like movies like The Expendables. That glorifies killing. Look at even the movie I just saw this weekend. There was tons of fucking killing in that, right? There's there's killing on TV and movies and in books and fucking comic and everything. Like the kids have access to this, and then they're like, oh, I saw another uh, report saying that like oh, it's Fortnite's fault. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are eight year olds shooting up? a fucking school no they're not shooting at schools it's not Fortnite. their audience is younger kids and it's ridiculous to to blame video games and it's like it's just it's the easy target you know and if you guys want to get like a little bit more in detail to what like the whole video game aspect of it before i get off of it so kind of funny games right the company kind of funny they do a daily game show called video game show called kind of funny games daily Right. And so you guys will be hearing this on Wednesday, but on Monday's episode, they kind of talk about this and they get a little more in depth and they're the professionals when it comes to this whole video game stuff. So go back and listen to that episode. They talk about this, too, and, and how ridiculous it is to blame video games. Right. So. And and I know, like, I'm upset about it and I'm annoyed about it, but like, it's just me I have to worry about. Right. I don't have any kids yet. So I can only imagine how scary it is. But, like, for you as a parent, like, how, how does this whole thing make you feel? It's scared. It makes me sad that, you know, I do have a son that's growing up in this world where there's so much violence. I mean, we had two mass shootings like that within 24 hours. And, you know, like, you know, you, you're scared to send him to school, but then you don't want him to grow up being scared of everything. So it's like it puts parents in this really tough position and like the whole like video game thing like honestly they're looking for to me I feel like it's looking for other things to blame rather than what the real problem is because they don't want to face what the real problem is I'm not saying you necessarily have to get rid of all the guns I don't think that civilians need a lot of these guns that they are able to get like the ones that are usually used in most of the shootings And I don't think that it should ever be so easy as, you know, some states where you just need a license to get a gun. Like, I just don't understand that. Like, make it stricter. And they're saying, like, that's not going to solve the problem. And it's like, we're the only country where this is happening so much. So, obviously, 
you need to take a look at what rules we have in place and realize it's not working right now. I mean, if an immigrant kills one person, they want to build a wall and they want to stop people from traveling, but we're having all these white supremacists killing all these people, double digits in numbers of people that are just trying to shop in Walmart or enjoy a night at the garlic festival that just happened recently. Like, and you're not blaming them, and you're, I just don't understand that. Like, it's, you're being a hypocrite. Like, you're just being an idiot, or you're not wanting to look at the real problem, so you're gonna put the blame on video games. I saw one thing today on Twitter, some official, I forget in what state, was blaming the fact that we don't have traditional American values, and they're because of drag queen advocates and stuff like that and blaming that for school shootings or I mean the shootings that have been happening and it's like are you, are you kidding me we have See, to live the funny it- thing with all of that is like the one of the i know one of the shooters was killed by police and mm-hmm. the other one was captured right and the one that was captured they found um like on his social media or whatever he had a manifesto saying this is why i'm killing people I'm a white supremacist. Immigrants are coming to this country and they're taking our jobs, blah, 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 all this stuff, right? He literally said why he's doing it. And people in the media are like, well, clearly it's because of video games. Well, clearly it's like, or clearly it's because of drag queens. Like, no, the guy literally told you why he did it. He said, I'm killing people because of X, Y, Z. And nothing, he didn't say I was playing fucking Call of Duty. And the whole bullshit, right? Of people, I saw another article and it was like the... The fucking uh, glorification of violence in Fortnite. It's like, have you fucking played Fortnite? What violence? Yeah, the characters die, but it's not like blood and guts everywhere. It's a fucking game where the, like, 90% of the people who play it are young kids. And, like, you could dance and it's all fucking bright and colorful. And, like, you get, it's it's called being knocked. Like, it's not called you got killed and all this shit like that. Like, yeah, there's the kill counter or whatever. But, like come on it's so fucking stupid and then bringing drag queens into it like what does that have to do with anything like these mass shooters are literally taking every aspect of life away from us whether it's a movie theater an elementary school fucking you know what like the garlic festival uh a gay nightclub and it's like fucking what like what's next and like that's what scares the shit out of me so every year I go to New York Comic Con. Like, I don't really want to go this year. I'm trying to get rid of my ticket. That's another story in itself. But, like, 100,000 people go to New York Comic Con, right? Like, mm-hmm. why couldn't it happen there? Why couldn't it happen at some of these smaller cons that go on, right? You know, we go to a lot of wrestling events. Why can't it happen there, right? Because to me, what scares the shit out of me is it's going to happen eventually. And I hate that I have that feeling. And it's like, you know, really you're listening to this you got to be aware of your surroundings you got to pay attention to things you got to really focus when you go to these events right and it happened at a fucking ariana grande concert where there was mm-hmm. the bombing right i guess yeah. that's not a shooting but still like crazy shit is happening all over the place all over the world for us it's you know what i'm saying it's mass shootings and it's like yeah like all right you can have a gun you can have a handgun what the fuck do you need an ak-47 for like for what that's not a hunting yeah. gun and i don't know shit about hunting but the last time I checked, an AK-47 is not a hunting gun. Like, you're not obliterating the fucking hunter you are. And I, and I have a friend who hunts with his family. That's what they do. They hunt. And, like, they're very they're very careful with their guns. And they follow all the rules. And they have all the paperwork. And everything's licensed. And, and they follow up on it. And that's fine. But you're, you're 
making all of society scared. And like, there's a part of me that doesn't want to have kids because this is the world we're bringing them into. And it's Mm -hmm. fucking terrifying where a kid can go to school and get shot up. And like, who was saying, so kind of funny also did. So kind of funny is in San Francisco, right? And they're actually pretty close to the garlic festival. And one of their members actually almost went that day. And he decided, ah, I don't want to drive out there, right? So they were having a long conversation on their podcast talking about it, which is the Kind of Funny podcast. And they were saying how this was, it, it, they, they recorded on like Mondays or Tuesdays and they aired on Friday. So this was even before the two other shootings. And they were talking about all this stuff. And one of them was like, basically, all the conversation stopped after Sandy Hook. Like, if that was okay then the government doesn't care. They don't give a fuck because if it's okay for little kids to die, then mm-hmm. really it's okay for anything, right? And, and that's what's scary about it just to begin with. Yeah, I had a friend that lost a family member in the Sandy Hook shooting. It was a little girl um, that died in that. And like, yeah, you're right. Like if we don't see a problem when little kids in elementary school are getting killed like that's crazy like these gun some gun owners are like oh don't take my guns away no one's trying to take it away if you're a law-abiding citizen and we just want to make it stricter so crazy people can't you get it so easily like that's all it is it's just we need to have some restrictions where you know they don't make it so easy i mean in california i guess they have more strict but the guy got it in the neighboring state like it shouldn't happen that way yeah like yeah and like what's these laws don't stop somebody from getting it in a like i think he got it in vegas or in nevada somewhere and like their gun laws aren't as strict as they are in california so we got it there and he drove to california but it's not like this isn't fucking um what the fuck is that movie with shana woodley that came out that's like hunger games but it's not hunger games starts with a d I don't. But whatever. This no. isn't. Hunger, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. The divergent. Name. Divergent. This isn't yeah. divergent. This isn't Hunger Games where there's fucking checkpoints between towns where they're like, we have to check you. Like, that's what the world's gonna end up coming to. Where like every time you go in and out of state, you're gonna have to go through a military checkpoint because the fact that you can buy a gun in another state where the gun laws are more relaxed, and then get in your car and drive to a harsher gun law state and yeah. commit your crime. Like that's bullshit. Like that's fucking insane that we can't figure out a way to do this like in my opinion and i don't know shit about shit and i'll never own a gun because i'm terrified of them but Mm -hmm. in my opinion it should be so impossible to own a gun that people are like i'm not even fucking dealing with it like it should be that hard so like when you have to go through you literally like it should take you over a year to get it and it took my friend about a year right to get it Mm -hmm. i don't don't remember why but it took him about a year to get it right but like it should literally minimum take everybody a year so like If someone was thinking, like, oh, in a couple months I'm going to do this, like, no. Like, that stops that right there because it's such a fucking hassle and stuff like that. And, like, you should have to go through, like, a psych evaluation and all this shit. Because a lot of people who do it are people who are crazy, right? People who are like, oh, this, this, all these red flags, how did he get a gun? Yeah. But I don't know. Exactly. I mean, because they're making, that one state that made that ridiculous abortion law, they're like, well, if you go to another state and you get an abortion where it is legal, you'll still get in trouble and the doctor could be arrested. But yeah, you can go to another state easily that sells guns easier, get that and go to your state and that's not a problem. Like, I just, I would never understand that. How are we more concerned with how easy it is for us to have a gun or own a gun than we are for human life. I will never, ever understand that. And I understand, like, my, I mean, 
Frankie was in the military, so obviously, like, he doesn't own a gun, but, like, he sees guns a little bit different, but even he agrees, even from being in the military, he was even, you know, considered an expert shooter in the military, and he agrees that it should be stricter to get guns, you know? And, and it's a hundred, he's 100% right. And I, and I think that it's crazy that in 2019, we live in a world where if a woman gets raped, she has to keep that baby in a lot of the states, right, where abortion is illegal. But if I wanted to go buy a gun in another state, I could and then come back and shoot up. And that girl is more likely to get in trouble than I am. Like, that's the world that we've created for each other. And it's like, you know... I don't know what it's going to take, right? People are like, oh, get out there and vote. But it's like the voting system is broken, clearly, right? Um, and it, it's to me like, and I don't understand voting either. I don't understand adult shit and I hate talking about adult shit. But it's like people who are like, oh, go out there and vote, right? I don't give a fuck if everybody votes. Like I deliver, I used to deliver in Wappingers, New York, right? When, when I was at FedEx one of the other times, right? And uh, a big Trump-supporting community there, right? Guess what? Trump didn't win New York. Hillary still won New York. So you can go up there and vote. It doesn't matter. If you are have a red state or a blue state, like, it's usually going to go that way anyway. So this whole, like, your vote matters, like, to a certain yeah, see, extent, the, but not really. Honestly, I'm going to have to disagree with you with that because I think so many Americans have that mentality, so they don't vote. But if the, all the Americans had a better mentality and tried to get educated and vote, it would, yes, it would. I think it would help make a difference in this country. I think that a lot of people are too like, oh, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. But there's this whole group of people that are saying that, where that whole group of people, if they did vote, it could matter. So that is one thing I think I'm going to have to disagree with you. I voted um, I vote, I had, I had Frankie vote and I think it's important to get informed. My cousins, my group chat was talking about the debate recently. I think this is a time where we need to start paying more attention to all these things so we can try to make a difference in this world as much as we can. To be honest with you, I didn't vote in the last election cause I didn't want either one of them to win. And I knew that like it was going to be either one of them. Like mm. it, I didn't like either one of them. I definitely didn't like Trump, but it's like, I don't. Like, it's just this this thing of, like, I almost wish this country was ran by, like, a committee of people. Like, not just one person. I understand the president doesn't have as much power as we think he does, right? Um, But it's, like, I I still... Because the the issue is, like, oh, wow, I like this candidate. You know, their their gun laws are going to be great. But, like, fuck, this shit that they're saying sucks, right? And I feel like that was what Hillary's problem was. She had some good ideas about this, but some fucking terrible ideas about that. And the same thing with Trump. He had some good ideas about this, but some fucking horrific ideas about that. And I think that's what sucks about this whole thing. Because at the end of the day, like, we need somebody who's going to literally be like, fuck all the bullshit. We need to fix this. And, like, really go super hard at the gun laws and... I don't know if anybody that's being nominated for president in the next election or whatever, Trump himself or anything, really cares about it. Because we're seeing all this happening and there's nothing happening behind the scenes where they're working on it. Because they're, people could be like, oh, yes, they are. And it's like, clearly they're not. The last couple of years, there's been, a, there's been like one or two mass shootings every week. And it's happening. Well, that's where it everywhere. comes with the whole like. I mean, it's is the president themselves can't make magic happen. It has to that's be. That's what I'm saying. 
like it has to be congress and stuff so like even if the person running that wants to change things i mean obama wanted to change things for the gun laws and it's not an easy overnight thing that just one single person can do but if we do get out there and try to vote and get more educated on all these issues we can try to change you know more than just the president and getting things to like take action to change whatever is going on in this country it's a shame like i hate it he's like you're scared everywhere you go and and the the scariest thing about all of this is like if you go on social media right and you're like and and i've seen people getting into the arguments right and it's like hey you know, maybe we need to talk about gun laws. And instead of people being like, you're absolutely right. These mass shootings should stop. People are like, fuck you. You're not taking my guns. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. I'm not saying, we're, like you said, I'm not saying we're taking your your gun specifically. But I'm saying is we can both agree that innocent people dying needs to stop. What can we do to fix this? Instead of social media culture, which is basically like, let's go to fucking war with each other. Distract ourselves from this, from the actual topic spend more time arguing with each other than fixing this situation. Like, I remember when Dark Knight Rises came out and uh, the movie theater shooting happened, right? That was in, like, what, 2012, 2013, something like that? And it's mm-hmm. like, we are in 2019 and we're still dealing with this shit. And, like, nothing has yeah. changed. It's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the day of Sandy Hook. I remember the day of uh, the Vegas shooting. I remember all these days where it was like, holy fuck, right? And, yeah. and, and that's what's scary about it because it's only getting worse because people are going, oh, that person got away with it or, oh, that person became famous over it. And mm-hmm. it's funny. People are like, oh, don't talk about the shooter. Don't talk about the shooter. Don't show their face. But it's like me, that's all the media does. First thing they do is show their face, whether they're alive or dead. They show their face immediately. So other people are like, oh, I'll be I'll be infamous. Right. Forever. People will remember my name because I did this heinous act. And it's like, fuck, you know what I mean? I mean, the media always, like, creates issues in itself, like, so, like, if a person murdered another person, they would put an illegal immigrant from Mexico murdered so-and-so, but then if it's a white supremacist doing a mass shooting, oh, it's a young boy with a mental illness, so, like, they have their own little malicious things that they do that is, like, I think further creating issues and separation with people because, People, if they see it's an immigrant that murders someone, it's like, oh, all immigrants are bad. And it's like, no, it's just that one person. It's just a bad person. And it has nothing to do with, you know, either or. Like, I just, yeah, the media is a problem, too. No, and and that's 100% true. Like, if we think about this, right? Like, my father immigrated here from Sicily. You know what I'm saying? My my grandparents are from Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And it's like... These and I don't know if the Puerto Rico thing counts because they're owned by the U.S. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, back they're then, U.S. They, citizens, so. But whatever. I don't think back then they were right. Were your like, grandparents? Were grandparents? Yeah, they were. All right. Well, whatever. So like, still like they're from another country, right? My grandmother do- still doesn't speak English, like really, at all. And it's like, but like my dad immigrated here and like he's fine. He hasn't done anything. You know, he's a citizen. All this shit like that. And it's like, why do we spend so much time worrying about? other people when we need to worry about our fucking selves like let's and it's like the same thing here right where like i live in beacon right it's a very hipster town 
very like fucking exactly what you would think a hipster town would be all the stereotypes right and i drive to work sometimes or on the weekends and people are like you know 10 15 people are outside protesting like the government and it's like nobody gives a fuck about you in this little town how about instead we help our neighborhood right the shit that's going on up here we fix it and then when we fix that we can move on to new york state like you know what i'm saying like and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's the issue is these problems are so big that people feel like oh i can't do nothing about it like i live in new york how can i stop a shooting in el paso texas you know what i mean but it's like if you fix your area and you make your area safe then we can move on to the next one and then if everyone's doing it at the same time then we it, it'll bring us together right and then together we can go to the government and be like, hey, like, fucking, we need to stop this gun bullshit because, like, I'm tired of, like, literally every week, it's like, where is it happening next? Mm-hmm. And that's the scariest fucking thing in the world because, like, you know, we hope it doesn't happen to us or someone we care about or someone we love, but it's happening all around us. Like, I was almost involved in a shooting when years ago. Um, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember, but it was probably around the same time as the the Dark Knight shooting, Dark Knight Rises shooting. Uh, you know the Garden State Mall in Jersey? Yeah. So um, the girl I was dating at the time, that was like her favorite place to go. So we were literally, it was like a weekday, and I was like, all right, like, let's go to the mall. Let's just walk around or whatever, right? And I w- at the last second, I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm tired from work. I don't feel like driving over there. And then there was an active shooter in the mall. I don't think anybody died, but there was an active shooter walking around the mall, and the mall was on lockdown. Mm-hmm. And it was like, fuck. Like, I was almost involved in that. I would have been there. Yeah. And that's what's scary. That's what's fucking terrifying, you know? Definitely. <sighs> I don't know. But do you have any final thoughts about this until we get into something fun? Um, No, I mean, I think I pretty much said what I need to. I just wish our world was different. Or our country. Yeah, I know. It's, it's sad. Um... But at least, you know, Frankie will come and protect me with his big, strong, manly arms. Oh, my God. You're so ridiculous. I just want him to hold me and tell me everything's going to be okay. And I want to play Spider-Man with your son. Well, you can do that, but that doesn't require me to buy you shit. He has plenty of Spider-Man toys he can share. That is the point. No, I don't want to share. I want my own. I'm selfish. No, no. You buy me. Buy you shit. They clearly only sell Spider-Man toys up by you. So don't be selfish. No. You know? I mean, they don't sell Spider-Man toys by me. Okay. Prove it. <laughs> I don't. Well, to, to I've never been over. to Beacon, so I can't. Yeah, you haven't been to Beacon yet, but you will be soon. Um. Well, yeah. When I go with Brittany so, to the friends thing. Exactly the thing that I wasn't invited to. Thanks, guys. Too bad. We'll send you pictures I don't, of us hanging out. I don't want friendship. <laughs> I told, When Brittany told me she was going with you, do you know what I told her? The very first thing I told her? What? I said, when you guys become best friends, just tell her to give me a two weeks notice on the show. Because if you guys are going to start your own podcast, I have to replace her. <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> Brittany would never do a podcast. And it's, it's okay. I wouldn't do that to you. But I may you like her better. It may, be, it may happen. Every... Everybody likes her better. You ain't, you ain't fucking, you're not alone with that one. But um, to talk about something more fun. So um, my favorite band is a band called Paramore. And MJ is also a pretty big Paramore fan herself. And 
I always thought it was pretty cool that we were at that same Barclays Center concert, but didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. And because we were there, thanks to Aunt telling us, uh, that kind of got the ball rolling from us just talking and being friends. And then look where we are now. We're doing a show together. And it's it's pretty cool that, you know, we, we have the similar interests of Paramore. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you remember how you got into them, but I 100% remember how I got into them. And uh, it's a pretty funny story. So you remember the game Rock Band 2? Yeah. You remember the game Rock Band in general, mm-hmm. right? So Rock Band 2 was the one that I played. And uh, I remember with my... I have a younger brother, and he was in middle school at the time, I think, maybe. Um, and I, I went to him, and I was like... Or maybe he was in, like, ninth grade or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And I remember being like, I don't know I don't know any of these fucking songs. Like, what are all these new songs? And of course, you know the classics, whatever. But I was yeah. like, what are the new songs? And he's like, oh, there's a group called paramore i think you would like it they're like really popular a lot of kids in my school like it and it was a song misery business no it was a song that's what you get and um i was like okay i played it and i was like oh i really like the song right um i had a lot of fun playing it whatever in the game and then i think like oh like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go download their album so like i found their album online illegally downloaded it because i'm a thug (laughs) and it was the riot album and I remember being like, I fucking love this album. Like, and if you, anybody knows me, I love female singers. I don't know why, but like, I just, the way my hearing works, I love the sound of a female voice. I've always been like that, and I'm still like that to this day. So, um, you know, Haley Williams, I love her voice. It's not the greatest voice in the world, but it works for what Paramore does. And, you know, going listening to Riot, and it was just like this is this is amazing. And then I went back and listened to All We Know Is Falling, which is their first album, which is like fucking super duper emo. But even it being like that, I love the album too. Then Brand New Eyes came out, and then you had their self title album, and it really, it didn't kind of hit hit a wall until like After Laughter. Like I kind of like it now, but like when it first came out, I fucking hated it. But that's besides the point. Um, I just I just love them. Like I love all their songs. I'm just such a huge fan of theirs, and it just so many great memories. I've seen them in concerts so many times. I've seen them in the Hammerstein Ballroom. I've seen them. I was there their first night. They were at the Garden. I've seen them in Barclays, of course. I saw them at Bamboozle, which was a festival that was in a giant stadium parking lot before it was MetLife Stadium, and it was just the Meadowlands. I saw them there. You know what I'm saying? They're just they're just an awesome band. But like, what are like what what is what is it about Paramore that like got you to be a fan? Hmm, I don't know. I know, like, I became a fan, like, I think I was in high school, maybe, when I became a fan of theirs. I My first cell phone, I think, I, one, of, I'll, um, one of their songs was my first ringtone that I ever, like, got for myself. Nice. Like, when it was cool nice. to have songs as your ringtone. Oh it was from... I had a lot of rap. <laughs> it was from their first album. It was, um, Here We Go Again. That was my first ringtone. Um, um, I don't know. I just always... I love their music. I love the uh, the words to a lot of their songs. Um, and the meaning behind a lot of their songs. Haley. Um, I just love her. She always seems like she has a fun personality. I think she, we and her are, like, a month apart in age. Um... So I've just always felt like I kind of related to her. So I just, uh, their music was fun. And fun fact too, Paramore kind of got me and Frankie talking a little bit more too. We were 
going to the city for just like a day trip with his cousin who was my best friend at the time his cousin's girlfriend and another friend and we were on the way down and I had my phone it was like this tiny phone it was cool to have your phone small and I was listening to Paramore and he was like oh I like Paramore he loved the song crush 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 um and I was like oh you like Paramore so we shared headphones um in the on the way down to our city trip and then that whole day um that was back when I first started liking him as more than a friend but then he went to the military and but anyway um so and then I found out years later he wasn't as big as a fan as I thought he was because we went to a Paramore (laughs) concert and I brought him with me and um he didn't know the words to a lot of the songs or it was just like standing I'm like um, did you lie about, like, how much of a fan you were like, to talk to me or something? Um, so, since then, I... I mean, he got you, so, like, it worked. You know it took so a, it really took a lot of years of friendship only for him, for us to start dating. But, um, yeah, no, it was cool. I've seen them. My first concert for them was a warped tour, I believe. New Found Glory was there. She was dating the guy from the, um, that band at the time. Uh, it was Jones Beach. That was the first time I saw nice. them live. I saw them in this little place called Terminal 5 in the city. Yeah, I've been there before. I saw Logic there. Yeah, we saw them there, and the concert started at, like, 6 or 7, and we were on the line for the concert, like, before noon. And we were just Jesus sitting. Because <laughs> it was, like, general admission, so, like, we got there early to try to make sure we were up front, and we ended up being really close, but that was, like, one of the crazier concerts of people jumping them down and getting pulled out of the crowd because they were so hot and the security was like pouring water for us like well at terminal five yeah yeah so funny like- story to go the little sidebar so when i saw logic at terminal five right he gets on stage and it was um his second album right so he gets on stage and i mind you before this i didn't even know who logic was like britney was a big fan and her friends, when we all worked at Nike, were fans. And they were like, oh, just come with us. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I had a lot more time on my hands back then, as you can fucking tell, that I was able to just randomly go to a concert. But that's besides the point. So we get there, and Logic's on stage at Terminal 5. And for people who've never been, it is fucking super small. Yeah, it's 5, very fast right? small. And it's very, it's an older venue, so it's super fucking hot in there, right? And they have a bar there. And so when I went there... It was like when vaping first hit big, right? So everyone's fucking vaping inside of there. Like, shoot me in the head, right? Fucking, I hate that vaping shit. But, so, Logic's on stage and he goes, listen, at every one of my shows, someone gets taken out on a stretcher. The bartender will give you water for free. Like, we have enough water for everybody. If you're getting hot, I know you're having a good time. Make sure you go drink water. It's really hot in here. Please, guys, blah, blah, blah. He says it, right? Literally, I don't know, 20 minutes later or like 15 minutes later, this girl behind us and it's standing room only in there is fucking like dehydrated on the floor, having an attack, like fucking losing it because she was probably high off something or drunk and she was severely dehydrated. She passed out. It was this whole big fucking thing. They took her out on a stretcher. I was like, Jesus Christ. So like when you say that about like being seeing a Paramore show there, I can only imagine yeah because rock and roll people are nuts yeah it was pretty pretty intense (laughs) it was like like we were so close and that was like we got to see them perform like a couple songs like for the first time i think renegade was the song um nice that's actually my favorite paramore song yeah it was actually it was their concert too you can like see it on 
YouTube, I believe it was fueled by a uh, ramen um, concert and YouTube. that, that mm-hmm. band Fun. With, remember that band Fun back in the day? Yeah. They were there too. Mm-hmm. That was my first time seeing them. I really liked them. Nice. And I even saw Paramore um, when I was eight months pregnant. <laughs> I went nice. here and I was like, they were coming, they went to SPAC up here and um, I was like, their paramour is coming. I was like, I don't care if I'm pregnant. So I went eight months pregnant to the concert. Um, I was pretty, I was definitely like the only pregnant person there, but. Um, yo, fuck it. You were like the coolest person there. Everybody's probably like, yo, this pregnant girl's out <laughs> here getting it in. I wasn't, I wasn't letting it stop me. So um, yeah, that was cool. And then I went with Frankie before we went. That was in Jersey, like closer to Philly. Um, Camden, New Jersey, actually. We saw them there. Was it PNC Park or whatever? PNC whatever I have arena? No idea. Fun fact I was also pregnant for that concert. I just didn't know yet. <laughs> so oh, that's funny. It was early on in my pregnancy. And then saw them again when I was eight months. So Aiden's kind of been to two Paramore concerts. He just doesn't know it. Nice, nice. So he, he, he loves them without even realizing. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I've seen them, like I said, in all those different places. My favorite I've ever saw them in was in the Hammerstein because they're just that type of band that just, it they work better in a smaller venue. Like I've yeah. seen them in the Garden. I've seen them in Barclay Center. And like they're good, but that the whole vibe of like, and listen, I like. I rather have a seat. I don't like people being too fucking close to me. I definitely don't like this stupid mosh pit culture. I'll never fucking understand it. And I and I've talked to Ann about this because he's all about that life. <laughs> when we went to see Tonight Alive, I was like, oh, we're going to see a fucking Tonight Alive is not like a, a fucking crazy hardcore band. They're more of like a poppy emo type band, like Paramore is right, very similar. But it's like, all right, so there's gonna be a lot of like young girls here or whatever. But like, I never fucking thought a mosh pit would break out, but it did. And it's like, I don't know if it's because I grew up in hip hop culture where it was like, don't fucking touch me mm-hmm. or are we fighting because, but whatever, that's besides the point. But like being in the garden, sitting in seats and being next to people who are sitting in seats and it's like, you're at a Paramore concert though, like stand the fuck up or like be hype, be like, that's what it was. In, in Hammerstein, there were no seats. Well, there's seats, but they're like up top, right? And the floor is all standing room. So um, like it got crazy, it got rowdy in there. I saw them when I saw them in Hammerstein. It was uh, the self-titled album after they were like broken up for like a couple years. Well, not broken up, but like they were tr- trying to figure everything out after they had the two, two members, members left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had the guitar player and the drummer. Who actually the drummer came back. The two brothers, the Pharaoh brothers that Zach left. Farrow. I think their names were. Yeah. And uh, but like that was so much fun. But like it was cool knowing that like their first time headlining the garden. I was there. That was mm-hmm. awesome. The Barclays shows was cool. Yeah. I, you want to know something crazy? How much of a nut I was that year I went. So I went to that show. We left like while they were doing their last song. We were like, yo, we got to get out of here. We got to catch the train because we took the train down, right? So did we. All right. So we, we left, right? We get on Metro North. We take it all the way back up here. I literally got home. Right at the, what, what was I? Oh, I think it was that I was working for Dick Sporting Goods. I got back home. I literally laid down for 10 minutes, got in a car and drove to work because I worked at 3 a.m. the next day. <laughs> I was literally so tired. I was sleeping standing. They sent me home. I was like, I have to go home. Like, I'm going to fucking pass out. Like, it, I would never been more tired in my life. And I've gone to work before in the past without sleeping when I was younger. Like, when I worked to work at Nike 
and I've done like the fucking just didn't go to sleep, go back to work. But like I couldn't even function. Yeah. I was so fucking tired. But um, it it was a great concert. It, it's really cool. Um, I actually have Paramore tattoo. Did you know that? Yeah, Eve told me about it multiple what times. What is it then? Since I told you about it multiple times. You told times. me about it, but that doesn't mean I really Friendship check. Friendship check. How much of a friend of mine are you? I don't. Is it like words? Yes, it's words. Okay, there we go. See, I remembered. It's words. Well, it's on my left forearm. I'm looking at it right now. It says, this heart will start a riot in me. And the word riot looks like the way riot looked on their album cover because that's the album that made me fall in love with them was riot and and after laughter is a good album it's just it very it's a different sound it's very depressing it's depressing and it's very 80s album but as someone who has a lot of instances pretty much every day almost of dealing with depression and shit sometimes you got to listen to some fucking sad music and get yourself through it, right? Mm-hmm. Fake Happy is the best song on that album. That's my favorite. The video is awesome album. too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And like, I listen to that all the time. I just love that album. Actually, uh, last week, I think one of the days, I listened to every song of theirs that I could find. Like, even I even love their singles, like Renegade in the morning. Like, it just fucking, I love Hello Cold all their World. Songs are dope. That's a good one. Hello Cold World's dope. Another that's one of their singles too. On that, like, they came out with like an EP. It was just three singles randomly. Yeah, ones, and it was those songs. Um, I like some of their covers too. Like she did a cover of "You Somebody" for like Kings of Leon, and oh, that, I absolutely yeah, love it. And then there's another song. It, there's a video on YouTube, um, and I forget. Oh, it's called "Long Distance Call." I don't know who the original artists are, but I love uh, Haley's cover of it. And I look up the video and like listen to it often. Um, I I'm sad. I mean, we're very lucky that we got to see this, but I am sad that they're not performing Misery Business anymore. Yeah. That tour that we went to was the last time they were doing it, which is a, stupid. Like, just because she says, once a whore, you're nothing more. Like, fucking, who cares? Like, <laughs> the song is dope. It fucking hits, it hits so hard, too. Especially whenever you see them perform that song live. For anybody who knows Paramore Misery Business, if you don't, go listen to it. Because that part where it, like, it hits the breakdown and it, it gets low and then it goes really fucking hard. Whenever they perform it live, they always bring up a fan on stage. And it's one of my favorite things that Paramore does, right? They'll bring up a fan on stage and Haley will go, who's the lead singer, she'll go sing this part and like she'll let you get on stage and sing the, the words of the song and then the beat the beat comes back in right all the instruments come back in and they go fucking crazy right and you, the fan is on stage dancing with Haley and the other members and that's oh in every concert i've ever been to they've done that and it is so cool that mm-hmm. they incorporate their fans because paramore has such a great relationship with their fans and they've lost members brought members in they left and it's like they're like barely surviving as a band but they somehow keep making it because they have so much love for the fans and the fans have so much love for them. And they're they're so good and they're just so awesome. I love Paramore so much. I want another Paramore tattoo. <laughs> I love I love them too. I actually I miss um the other member, Jeremy. I know he left because he the hot, you know the hot bass up... player. Well, actually Taylor is the one that I used to you have. You know a crush Taylor on. was hot? Oh my god, yeah. Taylor was so hot. But Jeremy was the one. He had a daughter, and he wanted to be with his family, so I understood why he was left, but I was really sad. Well, Jeremy was the one with the beard. He played bass. Taylor was the, the, the like, skinny guitar player. 
Yeah. Well, I guess whatever. They're both technically guitar players because he's bass guitar, but I don't fucking know. I'm not in a band. I don't know, understand music. Well, he. I used to rap. All right, I didn't play. Instrument. He was like the lead, lead guitarist. Guitar. And he writes. He writes a lot of the songs with her too. He co-writes a lot of songs with her. Yeah. I love it, man. Fucking ignorance and fucking. That's what you get, and fucking crush, 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 and renegade, and all this stuff. <laughs> I always make fun of Britney. You know what was the first Paramore song she heard? What? Ain't it fun? What? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, she, she didn't listen. She didn't listen to Paramore. Oh my like goodness! That. Don't let her whiteness confuse you. She, she grew up listening to rock <laughs> music and country music. <laughs> no, I wasn't even thinking of it that so way. Was, it's just like Paramore is like. I mean, they. I know they were never like huge, huge. Well, she's also eight years, like, like eight years younger than us. Yeah, but still, you know what I'm she's mean, like seven, eight years younger than us. I know they're mainstream, but like, you know, she grew up listening to Drake. We grew up listening to like Jay-Z <laughs> and Paramore. <laughs> I mean, I found out about them late. Yeah, you definitely found out about their, them later than their, me. What? Well, I, I found out about, well, I had their, um, their, uh, their like concert on like iTunes. I bought it. Maybe I should watch that tonight. That was such a good concert. So my favorite Paramore songs off the top of my head. Renegade, number one. Absolutely number one. Nothing even close. Number two, My Heart from All We Know uh, Is Falling. My Heart is... I love that song. I love it. That's my song. That's my song. Another one, um, Crush, Crush, Crush. Only because... And this is what I wanted to say before. I'm happy I remembered. So Rock Band 2, right? I fucking suck. I couldn't play the guitar. I couldn't play the drums. I was terrible at it, right? But what I could do, because I learned a trick, because that game had a trick where you can fucking, you didn't even have to sing the words. If you if you knew how to like make your voice go like, uh, uh, like up and down, you can just follow the line and cheat your way to win, right? But with that cheating bullshit aside, uh, I used to date this girl and she questioned my love of Paramore. And I said, I love them so much. Watch this. I played Crush, Crush, Crush on expert i turned my back to the screen so i couldn't see the words or the bars and i sang it and i got a hundred percent yeah eat dab oh my god yeah eat fucking dab all day it's it's like on my gravestone i'm gonna put that got a hundred percent on expert in paramore crush 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 without looking yeah eat dab <laughs> oh my god on my gravestone <laughs> I, I love it man what, what other songs do i like of theirs uh, I love I the love, song um, that was on the Twilight soundtrack. Um, I oh, caught decode, myself. The code. No, I caught myself. That's the other one that was on it. There was the code, and I oh, caught I myself. I heard the other one. You've never heard that? I thought only the code was on that. No. Oh, I guess you're not really a Paramore fan. Oh, well, I guess I guess I'm not hmm. really a Paramore fan then. Hmm. Oh my god. Oh. Listen, I didn't grow up fucking emo like you. Okay, I had to learn how to be emo. You were born emo. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <sighs> but fuck, man, they're so good. They're so good. I, I can't, I need them to come out with more music. And I hopefully, for whatever reason, we're, we're in this like nostalgia kick. Everyone's doing old style stuff, right? I hope they go back to their old style stuff. Because what I love about Paramore, to kind of put a rap on this, my favorite thing about them is her voice with like that punk rock backup. You know what I'm saying? Like having mm -hmm. that like crazy fast paced punk rock stuff. But with her voice, I think it just works so beautifully well. Yeah, you know what song I like? Just I mention that so decoy. You know, you know that song. What's decoy from them? Yeah. What's what album is it on? 
Um, that was like on a live one. Like the one where they were like live from Chicago. That was the concert. Well, that's the one I had. Okay, well, you don't watch it. Decoy. Then I heard it then. I heard it. I I don't remember, but I heard it. Now, have you listened to Tonight Alive? They're very similar. I think, is that the band that like Ant like really loves? Like his favorite? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he like sent because we were like going back and forth because I said Paramore was better and he said they were better, so they, like sent like a well, snippet of the them. reason I think Paramore is better. They're very similar. Is because Tonight Alive like their second album is terrible. Like they just they like they, they like experiment now with music. Like you know what I mean. Whereas Paramore had like up until After Laughter, I thought they were flawless. Like everything they did worked so perfectly. And After Laughter is not a bad album. It's just it, I don't like '80s music. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it's so. Like 80s. it had like an '80s. It was like very '80s. Like I think it was just a music. little bit more like, and then, pop and then they were... than they're used to. But I mean, they're. I no, mean, Haley. I like pop music. You know, I like pop music. I, I don't know. I mean, they've matured. They have different, and you know, they had a different band um, band member change. So I think their sound is just evolving, and it's just a little bit different than what it was. I want pop punk Paramore. I want to feel like an angry teenage girl. And the reason I'm saying that is because I used to have this friend who who would make fun of me and said that, what am I, a teenage girl because I listen to Paramore? <laughs> yeah, that's why. I, I, I mean, I get that all the time. Uh, sh- shout out to Dory because Dory just found out that I'm this big nerd, which I was like, where the fuck have you been? And then Seriously. I was explaining to her and I was like, you know what level I'm on? And she was like, what? I was like, I, I, I identify as a Disney princess. Right? Hmm. Wow. Thanks for underselling that. Friendship. I mean, you've said it so many times. What am I supposed to do? Oversell it. It's just, like, she clearly doesn't pay attention to you because... When Andrade says something in the ring, does Zelina just stand there? No. She sells it. Right? I'm trying to get a match at SummerSlam. You're ruining this for me. Hmm. The big question is, are you watching SummerSlam this weekend? Um, I probably will. We're going to... Probably going to Boston this weekend. Um, I don't know. I, I probably will. I want to see the Trish Stratus match. I want to see that. It's the only match I want to see. <laughs> yeah. The only match I, I want to see. I don't Stratus. really know all now, of the matches, but I know, like, I know the women's matches. And I know Finn Balor is supposed to be a spray right, I guess. I don't really give a shit about that, even though I love Finn Balor. But, um, yeah. Hater. Hater. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, watch. You guys are all, like, hyped up on him. He's going to show up in the ring being boring-ass Bray Wyatt still. Just saying. I, fun fact, I've always liked Bray Wyatt. So if he shows up like he used to be, I still like him. Mm. That's unfortunate. through and through, baby. It's unfortunate. Actually, I liked him first. I liked him when he was cult leader Bray Wyatt in NXT and he was feuding with Chris Jericho. Do you remember that? Because I'm pushing my glasses up because I'm a real wrestling fan, okay? You just like them because you like how they look. Guess what? Guess what? I went to see Hobbs and Shaw because I like how Roman Reigns look. So I'll spin it back on you right there. Was he like in it like a decent amount? Like, was he like, was he barely in it? Or was no, he, he was, like. He was barely. He was only in it at the end because that's when they go to Samoa and he doesn't say a single line. He just says ooh once. Because oh, well, he's not—he's just a side character. He's like I want to see the thing. movie, but, the but Frankie, so like, he—he refu- he, like absolutely does not want to see that movie. So, so that's unfortunate. Did you see? Did you see the movie? 
I get confused. They all fucking run together. But did you see the movie where The Rock and Jason Statham were both in prison and they were like yelling at each other? Was the Fast and Furious movie? Wasn't that the Fast and... Yeah, it was the Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, I saw all the Fast and Furious movies. All right, so you remember the part where they get locked in prison together and The Rock is fucking curling the bench and they're both like throwing jabs at each other? Like they're both making fun of each other? Yeah. That is the entire movie times a hundred million. The whole movie, no matter what's going on, they're making fun of each other. And it is fucking tremendous. And there's cameos in it uh, that are so good, that are so fucking unexpected. You're like, what the fuck? Mm. We'll probably end up watching it when we can watch it at home. Oh, my God. It's so good. Like, I want to go see it again in theaters. Like, I fucking loved every second of it. There was not one part of the movie that I was like, uh. It was so good, bro. It was so fucking good. Okay. Roman Uaz me right in the heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> Delicious. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that that's all we have for the show. Um, you know, yeah, we let's do go so I can eat some cake. Guys... Ugh. Um, <laughs> I like cake, too. Just a different type Shut of cake. Shut up. Don't even. Um... Don't even be a typical guy. <laughs> Such an annoying douchebag. Not a typical guy. It's my thing. A typical I guy. You're a stereotypical. The stereotypical no. guy. We both fucking like know that, that if I identify myself as a Disney princess, I'm not the stereotypical fucking guy. I'm not okay? saying you I are. Like I'm cake. saying that part of you is that part of you. No. Okay. I say cake. I don't know any other guy that calls it cake the way that I do. Whatever. Me. I'm the only one who says that. Right. Like I was saying. I hope you guys got. <laughs> To kind of really take a step back and, and really um, think about this whole gun control thing or whatever. Um, you know, it sucks that the world's come to this, but this is where we are. We need to kind of band together to figure this out. Um, you know, I know we had another show planned for this week, but I thought it was important that we talk about it and kind of get our feelings out there. Because I, mm-hmm. I had a lot of feelings about it, and um, I definitely had to get that out. Uh don't blame video games. Fucking blame the people who are actually doing these crimes. And listen to if they say why the fuck they did it. That's why they did. It. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, so go go see Hobbs and Shaw. Go watch Euphoria if you have HBO. If you don't, the series is done. So get HBO for a month or get a free trial. It's only like eight episodes, eight or nine episodes. You could binge it. There's such such good episodes. Um, shout out to HBO because I'm canceling you now. You fucking bitch. You had me. I had you for Game of Thrones. You had me for Big Little Lies. And then you had me for Euphoria. But guess what? The shit's over. Fuck you. Finally canceling your ass. And now I'm going back to the DC Universe app. And I'm going to rewatch Batman the Animated Series while I'm rewatching Boy Meets World. And while I'm catching up on Cloak and Dagger. Can you just finish Boy Meets World? Like, holy shit. Stop watching all these other things. Focus on Boy Meets World. I watch Boy Meets World. I watch Boy Meets World with Britney. So when Britney's not here, I don't watch it. We watching it together. So if she's not here, like she's not here right now. So if I was to watch TV, I'd have to watch something else because I want to watch it with her. We usually, that's what we watch when we eat dinner. We watch like two or three episodes while we're eating, hanging out Mm. and stuff like that. But last thing I want to say, of course, follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at fanboyfilium. Follow the show on Twitter at Mighty Cien. Follow MJ at MJ underscore Santi with two eyes. Last thing I want to say is I will one movie a week be watching the Harry Potter franchise. And like I told Brittany, I'm sure at this point in my life 
with all the marathons and all the fucking ABC families and all the Christmas time shits and this shit and this, this, this. I'm sure I've seen every second of every movie, but I've never watched them in order the correct way. And I actually fell asleep <laughs> watching the last one in theaters. During, I fell asleep like in the middle and then I woke up at the end to, to see the ending of it. Like, but whatever. But I, for the first time, I'm sitting the down. The last I'm one, like the very, the very last one, you fell asleep? Yeah, like, you know, like. Like Deathly Hollows Part 2? Part, and then there was. Yes, the middle was boring. Oh I fell asleep. God. Well, let's see if I fall asleep again because I will be watching one movie a week of Harry Potter because the kind of funny guys are doing it and they're doing reviews and then I could talk to MJ about it and then I could try to understand why she loves these movies so much and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll love them and then, I don't know, maybe I'll get a wand. Oh, I want to leave you with this. So I'm in Think Geek in the Palisades Mall, right? Mm-hmm. This may this may trigger you and I apologize in advance. So if you know in Think Geek, they have everything. Mm-hmm. Every nerd fandom in there. Mm-hmm. Right? So of course they have a Harry Potter section. Yep, I go to that every time. Brace I go yourself. On there. These these young kids, these young these young guys, right? Had to be 17, 18 years old, maybe, maybe younger, I don't know. The one kid goes, Oh, Harry Potter, what am I? I'm gonna walk around with a wooden stick, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> I felt your anger and you weren't even there. You should have like threw something at them in honor of me. You should you would have been like, actually, that's a wand, and it was crafted with this materials and Leviosa, and oh my god, and la 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 la. I would have had to like pick you up with one arm and be like, we need to go. You'd be like, no, fuck you, the wooden stick. I'll show you a fucking wooden stick. <laughs> and go nuts. Uh, well, do you have any last words before we get out of here? Um, no. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening as always. Uh, we'll see you guys next week where hopefully um, we'll talk about something that's uh, very near and dear to me. Uh, a story that I told our good friend Wade that I would talk about on the show. If uh, nothing else happens in the world where we need to kind of shoehorn that in, uh, I will be telling that story next week. So make sure you catch us next week if you want to hear a very personal story from my life but thank you guys for listening we will see you later alligators bye oh my god oh you're worst thanks for listening